0: Well, hello there and welcome to Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. We're so happy that you're here today. Ah, that's good, Joe. You did it! Congratulations! World's best cup of coffee.
1: Great job, everybody. Welcome
0: back, everyone. This is what we're dealing with. We've lost control of the time drive. To see Ying. I'm an inhuman. I need your help. Something took away her gift. The safety of our people depends on
1: it. We are mere moments away from catastrophic failure. Marvel's Agents
0: of S.H.I.E.L.D. GBN presents Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. Today's binge Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: All right. Welcome once again to another episode of Martin and Kathy's Coffee Bench. I'm Martin.
0: And I'm Kathy.
1: And uh, we are up to episode eight of Marvel's Agents of Shield season seven. That is correct. Uh, and uh, it was entitled "After and Before." Uh, it seems like it was more after than before on this one, I, I, after, but it was back to Agents of Shield, right? As, as exactly. You know, as so out, right. so uh, that was good. But as we start every new podcast, I give my lovely wife an opportunity to talk about whatever she wants to talk about, and to be honest with you, I'm going to be as much uh, in the era uh, of what she's going to say as you are, because she didn't tell me what she's going to say. So uh, let's just learn about it together. <laughs> All right, the floor is yours, my dear.
0: Okay, so as we've talked many, many, many times and about my sleep deprivation, it's caused by many things and one of those things is our son Jeffrey and he has uh in the past several years has decided that he must have two iPads and that was our fault yes it was I blame ourselves but now don't go there and thinking golly gee you two clowns why would you give your kid two iPads well here's the thing Jeffrey's autistic we don't have to buy him a car. We don't have to put him on our insurance and it costs him extra two or three hundred dollars a month because he's seventeen. Yeah, you know, none of that stuff is going on. So two iPads is kind of cheap comparatively. Yeah,
1: compared to buying it, him a car, or, yeah.
0: a car or, or anything else. So So what we have done is we have decided that the iPads are his car, basically. And when they break or and and believe me, they don't break because of misuse. They break because of use. They're always in use. Right. And now that he's been out of school, he's very really use constantly. So
1: and of course, uh, you know when they say it's not misuse, and I guess in a sense it's it is only because he grabs the cord and yanks it out. Correct. Uh, but again, it's because he's using it so much is why that uh, right. adds up after a while, right. where it might not normally.
0: So the charging port for the for the iPad has been compromised and there's nothing you can do about it because one, unless you want to go pay a couple hundred dollars to get the thing fixed, you just buy another iPad. Right. So and- it's pointless because then it's new and there you go. So that's kind of what we've been doing. Every time he has a issue like this, we just go ahead and get him another iPad and then everything's fine. So um, this happened on Tuesday night. That he ruined his iPad. Right, he's so, charging for it yeah. Now, when Jeffrey's iPad won't charge, the first thing he says is charger, please.
1: Right. He figures just changing the cord will fix the problem. Right. Which it normally yeah. does.
0: And a lot of times, yes, because he, he, we do go through quite a bit of cords as well. So. um we really thought we were doing this great idea by going to the five below store and getting the cords because they worked great and they were fine. And so if they got, if we got, you know, they got messed up, fine, no problem. We went ahead and threw them away and got another one. It was no big deal. Except for the fact that we $5 that thing to death. And then we realized that we could have just got on Amazon and got a half a dozen of the daggone things for $10. Oh well, <laughs> lesson <laughs> learned. whoopee. So um, anyway, so so that's what we've been doing lately. We've been buying this, you know, basically a five pack, and we will usually get two of them at a time, and that's it. Now, so also, um, a lot of times the iPads won't work unless you use the Apple um, uh, power pack. Uh, the charging uh, block. Yeah, charging block. Sorry. Uh, so I went ahead and got two of those, so we have two brand new charging blocks,
1: and I, and I noticed that when we gave it to him, you know, because the one we bought came with that kind of generic looking block, yeah, he you left that no. right in the outlet, and he <laughs> said, <laughs> that's all right,
0: I need my new one, right, so which is fine, all's good, so anyway, so the first night, of course, it died, and he just was beside himself, you know, and I'm, like, I'm please, sorry. I'm please, sorry. Please, right. I'm like this thing isn't gonna charge. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's so anyway, broken. so I said it's broken. I said, but we'll just leave it plugged in. So I did and It kept kind of trying to come on, but anyway, I told Martin. I said the next day, I said you need to get that thing away from him and just let him know he's not gonna have another one until you know the one that we ordered comes in a day or so, and give yourself enough time to. Plan for Sink failure. it up, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, or, or if it doesn't work, then we can get another one. Just, you know, just because. You can't is, tell him something and then it doesn't happen no, because that's not cool.
1: Because we ordered it actually on Tuesday and it came by Wednesday. Right. But we didn't tell him that. We told him we wouldn't be here till Friday. right? right. Because, again, we've been bit a number of times about telling him when something was going to come and for whatever reason it didn't.
0: Yeah, or or, yeah. or, it, or we, it took, you know, another, you know, it took time to charge it up. And then we had to...
1: To reinstall, to reinstall
0: stuff and then all of a sudden now it's another day and he's chomping up a bit so
1: anyway. but he, he was pretty good about it though he was i mean totally good about yeah it this we time. told him uh, that he would not get it till friday and uh and i kept telling him it's okay and i'm like this is tuesday so you got wednesday thursday friday right and then you get it on friday
0: so he's been telling me about it all week right. but see this is the other thing he hasn't been able to sleep very well because he keeps telling me when the thing is coming and he won't stop talking about it so he will not go now I'm, he's already keeping me up until three and four o'clock in the morning anyway with his just the way his body is not going to sleep because he doesn't get any kind of good exercise or
1: at least not as much as he would yeah. when he's going to school right. and such.
0: so anyhow so every single evening he has been um, making sure that he tells me, Over and over and over again when he's gonna get his iPad. So we have been
1: Friday white iPad. And And that's how he describes it by color.
0: Right. His white iPad, blue iPad. I have two iPads. And I always tell him when he doesn't go to sleep, I'm gonna take two iPads, and you're gonna have zero iPads, he says no two iPads. So I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I won't like, yeah, I'm like, get off of that thing, or I'm taking your iPad. Oh, and that's the other thing too. So every night, also at, before he begins his iPad um, thing, he's now telling me the um, uh, our public service announcement for Fit. <laughs> uh, yeah, because
1: uh, he listened to it and he liked it, so he recorded it on his onto his iPad.
0: Yeah, so he's, he keeps repeating it back to me, and then he wants me to of course repeat it because it's my voice, so he thinks it's funny, is back. And he's <laughs> he's, he's laughing his off at it. Well, anyhow all I'm trying to say is that I'm still sleep deprived and thank God he got his iPad yesterday. And honestly, he went now, even though we didn't get, he didn't actually get in bed until, uh, one 30 or quarter to two last night he was sleeping. Um, I think by two 15 or 2:30. I know
1: he pretty much stayed asleep. And he stayed part. in the
0: bed because, usually he'll get up and he'll go uh, to the bathroom five times and slammed every door in the house and but he did not get up so he I was able to rest last night because he got his iPad
1: so it's all good so now you
0: understand why he needs two iPads so that mommy can sleep it's very selfish of me but But, hey it's worth it (laughs) okay that's it. That's, That's all it? I got for today. I know. It's a dumb story, but is no, a, it's, it's just... It's it is what
1: it's what we deal with. Yeah, every it, day. It, it's her life, and uh, we're welcome to it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
0: That's the one we're uh, talking about. Uh,
1: okay, so this episode basically started out kind of showing you what happened, right, as Deke and Mac were left in 1982, right. which was basically the... Uh, Jump drive failed, and they're thinking it was because it it got damaged more than they realized when under the missile attack. Right. Uh, So it automatically set up to jump right after they arrived in 1982 and before Mac and Deke could get back to the ship. Right. So, of course, they missed the ship, and we all saw last week what happened to them. But in the meantime, what they, uh, Gemma, realized is that the jump drive is malfunctioning. And she gave a good explanation of it. She described it almost like a stone skipping in a pond. It's basically, if you've ever, I'm sure pretty skip much anyone who skips a stone skip. into a pond, you usually start with big jumps, and then it kind of settles into right smaller jumps, and then it sinks. Uh, so that's basically what she was saying is happening to the zephyr, is that the uh, jump drive is failing, and they're, they're doing... Initially, longer jumps, but eventually it's going to get to the point where metaphorically it's going to sink unless they can fix it. Now, to fix it, they have to get access to the jump drive, but it has got a cycle of energy going on that they cannot get near. And the only way to get near it was to be fast enough to penetrate it. And the only one who would have been fast enough to penetrate it would have been Yo Yo. But of course, Yo Yo is still having her problems as she can't access her powers. Of course, they're in 1983 now, and in 1983, right. uh, Daisy's mother, Jiaying, Ji- Ji- Ying, is still at Afterlife. So they're thinking, well, then what we need to do is go ahead and have Yo Yo go to Afterlife, and, and if anyone can help her with inhuman issues, it would be Jiaying. Ying. So they go ahead and jump in the uh, Quinjet and leave the Zephyr to go visit to Afterlife to visit Jai Ying. Ji- Right as the zephyr, you know, right after the, they get off, just before the jump, the zephyr jumps, uh, and the zephyr is just continuing to jump. So they're trying to solve the problem while May and Yo-Yo are going to visit Jain. and of course, May apparently has developed her powers have developed to the point where she no longer has to touch people to feel what they're feeling. Now she can do it from a distance, and they're talking about it as they're heading toward afterlife and may says that she picked up on yo-yo and max reunion uh from outside the room and of course yo-yo is kind of embarrassed and also feeling kind of uh a, bit, a little bit violated <laughs> <laughs> and of course you know may say hey it wasn't all that bad <laughs> uh but uh and she said if you're feeling what i'm feeling now then neither one of us are going to be any good because i'm all worried and frustrated and May says I know I can feel that which is why you need to sit down and relax mm-hmm. uh, so in the meantime they they land the Quinjet and they decided to land cloaked because they of course May remembers you know in the previous timeline the minute uh, Jaying saw a Quinjet she started a war of course this was before before everything happened to her this was before daniel whitehall got a hold of her and cut her to pieces and everything right. so she was less skitterish uh, about that kind of thing but she still was protective of her people right which is why when may and yo-yo showed up uh a they young like right yeah. say a young girl of course was trying to get away from the compound mm-hmm. and they caught her uh and that's right when may and yo-yo showed up so uh they took her back to compound and Gordon, the guy who in the previous episode was the guy with no eyes and could teleport, asked um them I guess he's a head of security. I'm not sure exactly what he who is. Lee is Lee, yeah. I, I don't know Lee is. But uh I know he's kind of a uh a dick. <laughs> right. Well uh, he's, he's, again he's, he's protective of of the people. If he is
0: if he indeed is security, he's doing exactly what he's supposed right. to do. And of
1: course, his concern as far as uh, the girl, which her name's Cora, is that she presents a danger to right. the, to their society because she can't control her powers. Correct.
0: Uh, and apparently she has some sort of um, either eye blistering fire. Right. She almost
1: kind of like, looks a little like um, yes. Captain Marvel's mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but she, but she's got, right, whatever the power she is, whether it's radioactive, whether it's just power of whatever it is, she can't seem to control it. And, of course, that makes everyone kind of fearful of her. Right. So she's feeling a little threatened, you know, by the whole thing. She thinks right. that they're trying to hold her hostage there. And they're saying, no, we're just trying to help. Right. You. But anyway, so when they see uh, Yo-Yo and May there, they uh, ask, okay, so what are you people doing here? And they say they come to see ja Right. Of course their first question is is how do you even know who Jaeing is? Right. Um, and so they Gordon takes them back to their compound. right Does his little teleportation thing. And of course Jaeen comes in and says, okay, it's so a how little do you teleportation? Yes, thing. It's a little Because you know
0: everybody's doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a little bubble. Yeah. Well, yes, and poof, you're somewhere else. <laughs> Everyone's doing it. Poof.
1: <laughs> okay. So uh, she asked them, you know, exactly how she knows who she is. Said right. that she was, someone told her that she could help her. And then Yo-Yo says that I'm an inhuman. And, of course, Lee is saying, yeah, right. it's okay if you're an inhuman. Let's see what you, what's your power. Right. And she says, well, that's the problem. I can't, like, don't have my power. I said, oh, yeah, right, sure. How convenient for you. Yeah. Uh, so he just wants to keep them locked up, said maybe after a while you'll stop your lying. Right. Of course, then uh May talks to Ying in her own language. Right. It says, You want a believer?" Uh so oh, you find it and when she talks to Ying in her own language, Ying's thinking, Well are you are you an inhuman too? She said, no, just, just she is. Uh so they decide to bring out they bring out the diviner, which was the kind
0: yeah,
1: of Yeah, that, that obelisk. the obelisk. The, right. was oh, the word I was trying to think of before the obelisk. Yeah, you go girl. Uh yeah. <laughs> the little I'm obelisk. the
0: proud owner of the vocabulary yeah. of the Agents of Teals.
1: Okay, so she breaks out the obelisk, and he, of course, he's Lee is thinking she's not an inhuman, and he said of course, this is dangerous to anybody, but inhumans any right. touch it. and he, so, was,
0: so he was trying to say, she didn't care, because right. she already knew it was going to be bothered by it, and she's going to reach right, he's he's like, sm- out, right, he's
1: looking all smug. Eh, You're eh. going to die. And she immediately <laughs> reaches out and grabs the thing, and of course, I didn't realize at the time when she grabbed it, why... It didn't start. Of, right, right, nothing right, happened. Right. No, yeah, I forgot I forgot. She, yeah, because I forgot. well, you know,
0: that now that she's gotten her real-looking prosthetics, the one right. that you forget what she can do. Right, before
1: she had the metal arms, so you yeah, didn't and, forget and about you she it. she could crush your neck like. Um so, um, so she you know. grabs it. Of course, it doesn't do anything. And then Mason is kind of not natural. Oh wait a minute, he's a prosthetic. Yeah. So she holds right. it to her face, and it lights up, right. which no. is what they yeah. what it does. Well, you pass. Right when when inhumans are in contact with the with the diviner. So uh, Jaijin says, "Okay, right. Basically, you passed. So we're going to see what we can do for you." She runs a whole bunch of tests. She basically basically brings her into a uh, inhuman spa, <laughs> gives her gives her acupuncture, right. and, and of course, all Yo-Yo knows is it's not helping. He said, "You know, these spa treatments aren't going to help me. I'm feeling really good, at, you know, uh, very relaxed, right? With the heated stones or whatever else mm-hmm. you're doing to me, but it's not helping my problem." Uh, so. In the meantime, uh, they keep seeing that Cora keeps trying to escape, but all yeah. they keep hearing is them bringing her back. And of course, May's wondering, saying, "So what's
0: his name, Jeffrey?"
1: Right. <laughs> and you know, when they're initially talking uh, to Xiaying, May tells Lee, he says, "Hey, you don't have to worry about it. Once we get Yo-Yo taken care of, we're gonna leave, and we'll be like we never knew people existed." Right. And, of course, he tells her that, well, you're going to leave when I say you can leave.
0: Which I didn't like that.
1: Right. Well, of course, I she was said, like,
0: what do you think you are doing? Well,
1: of course, uh, May said, what, well, do you normally keep people hostage here? Like that girl who's trying to escape mm-hmm. by? He said, well, she's not any of your concern. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, apparently, his, his gift, and this is kind of, you know, it's kind of weird because it was always explained that in humans, gifts were manifested by things that the community needed. Does the community need a guy who makes knives appear out of his hands? Yeah. I guess it's security. (laughs) So that's what his power was. He could make knives appear out of his hands. So he does that in front of May. May, of course, immediately goes into defensive mode and jams the knife back toward him. And it disappears and he brings up another knife.
0: Right.
1: Now, according to him, he said that he did this to see if Yo-Yo's powers were coming back. Right. And Yo-Yo tried to move.
0: Yeah, she did. But
1: it's the same problem. She kind of locks in place. Right. So after that, uh, Jain says, okay, I think I have a theory of what your problem is. And uh, we've got one more test that we're running and I'll be able to let you know in the morning. This is right again where Cora's trying to escape again. Right. And this time, uh, Jain locks May and Yo-Yo into the room. Right. So uh, they're sitting there waiting for the results because Yo-Yo is saying that, okay, she, if she doesn't come up with some kind of magic pill for me mm-hmm. to fix it, Yeah, we're, we're out of here. Yet, and May says yeah i agree and whatever is going on with this girl that's not her problem right okay so she comes the next day to get them and uh, she asked them if they got any rest so at the time yo-yo was snoring <laughs> so uh yo i mean may says well one of us was getting some sleep uh so she goes well we ran our final test and your problem is not physical it's mental who said that she didn't say she, she basically said it
0: was it's mental she said it was she said it was in your mind. Right. Same thing. No, but well, mental. Who's, what, mentally, I know, but then, who, is, who,
1: who said that that was her problem like, originally? What? Who said that was her problem originally when this whole thing Men- started? No.
0: Oh. I'm sorry.
1: Give yourself some credit. You did.
0: I did say that. You want right. to know why I said it? Right, because it was... From from- the from the get go. I right. said the very first, very first time she, she couldn't do it. I said, Oh man, she psyched herself out. Cause that's exactly what I would do anytime I was batting and I had a bad at bat than the previous at bat. It's the same thing. It was my power. It was my power. we bringing,
1: bringing out your softball stories now. Hey,
0: <laughs> doesn't matter. I, I used to hit line drives up the middle all the time. That was my superpower. And all of a sudden I I had a bad outing and it messed me up for like three games. And, and I was getting in my own head and, and same with diving. I do great diving, great diving, great diving. And then I had bad meat. And then all of a sudden I'm in my head and then I couldn't get out of my head. So what happened? So I was good. Okay.
1: Mystery solved.
0: And, 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 I, and I'm really sorry that um, that I didn't answer you properly immediately. You might
1: want to cut that out. Uh, no you were fine it's a, it's a, but, but, but basically we thought that she was it was a right she was having a psychological issue, yeah. a block, whatever it was. So that was been confirmed. okay so and of course, Yo-yo took that as you're saying that I'm just making this up.
0: Yeah
1: no. and she goes, no, we're not just because it's in your head doesn't mean it's not real. Uh, but he said, "But oh, it's really
0: in your
1: head, right?" But she's thinking that we might have a solution for you right here, and she starts looking at May. Said, uh, he "Said, do you feel her anxiety spiky And she went, "Well, yeah." says, well, you might be able to be an emotional guide to her to figure out what her problem is. <laughs> the and
0: eyes began right. to grow. And so, this yeah, was my and, favorite and part you, of this episode. I know. <laughs> and Yo-Yo goes,
1: <laughs> right, and of course, course Yo-Yo goes, right, go ahead and said, oh, no. Said, <laughs> like, Sharing emotions like, is not her thing. And he goes, May goes it's really not. not.'" It's really not. 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 Uh, so she has them sitting there on the floor in like uh, yoga poses with their hands on each other's legs. Right. And May's thinking this is my, my absolute season. worst nightmare <laughs> <Yeah>. ever <laughs> so uh jayene comes up with a little cup of tea for yo-yo and says here i want you to take this now and i thought it was funny because the minute she handed it to yo-yo yo yo immediately gulps it down And i was thinking you know you didn't even wait what if she was going to tell you okay hey, this is poison i just need you to smell it <laughs> but she didn't even wait she just gulped it down <laughs> and of course may is going is that whiskey if so i want lots <laughs> And Yo-Yo goes, no, it's like herbs and dirt. <laughs> so uh, they're sitting there, and of course, they're basically all they're doing is just like heavy breathing, like sighs. Go, right. While, while uh, there is right. Right. It's going. Other. So Jayin, I can tell that my presence here is causing, people, is making you self-conscious. So I'm going to you guys figure this out. So of course they're, they try it again, and of course Yo-Yo gives it all about five seconds, and it's like, this isn't working, and. and May is telling her, "Yeah, because all I feel from you is embarrassment." So he we said, "Well, they you thinking that contact will help? I got a better idea." So of course Yo-Yo's thinking, "Well, we're not going to spoon, are we?" Says <laughs> no. So oh, instead, what they do is right, they spar. They basically you know do their uh, training fights, and every time May hits Yo-Yo, she has a flashback. First time she does it is when the Shrike invader right which every time they show that i still don't understand why they didn't just grab a thing and pull it out you know
0: what let's, let's not, let's <laughs> i not have go, the same question let's every time stop I see going it. to those things that were going, really why did that happen right you you you're you guys are like almost like superhero types and you can't like get out of your own way for like one second or or they dodge the bullets of things that are just blah, 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 blah. nobody gets it right Okay, Wait, where the hell are they shooting? <laughs> like, did anyone <laughs> <they even> know? Got <laughs> even nicked? It was a seven thousand bullets.
1: Okay, but but we digress. Okay, 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 sorry. But uh, so in the meantime, uh, she tells Yo Yo, okay. Try to use your powers to keep me from hitting you. And of course, she's trying, but she can't do it. So May hits her again, and uh, she she's the young girl hanging, you know, who's hung. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, then she also sees Ruby. Right. Which I can understand that one because
0: because she cut her neck right, right
1: because she killed her. Right. Uh and of course she did that because she was trying to stop her from being the destroyer of world. Right. Uh but still she had guilt from that because you know Ruby was a young girl and uh perhaps didn't need to die.
0: Right.
1: But anyway, so
0: <clears throat> I'm gonna go with yeah. She did need to die. What was gonna happen to her? she was going to be able to ingest all those crazy guys talking in her head all the time. She couldn't handle a tiny little bit of it.
1: Right. Well, <clears throat> and of course she Never still mind. had her the powers that were making people uh, crush them with her mind and things like that. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so she's
0: another sad.
1: Right. So they have another, uh, you know, she hits her, basically flips her to the floor and she remembers a scene back when she was a child of 10 or 11 years old. Right. And this is where may think okay now we're getting getting somewhere and and basically what it come down to was when yo-yo was 10 or 11 years old her she had to move she moved in with her uncle and her cousin because her father had gotten mixed up with some bad people so to protect her she moved in with her uncle unfortunately the bad people basically traced down the uncle because of course that's her dad's brother right and wanted to get the payment that her her dad owed them and of course he said i don't have any money for you uh and the man picks up a necklace which was belonged to yo-yo's grandmother correct and lays it on the table so yo-yo and her cousin are hiding in the closet while this is going on and yo-yo decides that i do not want him taking uh my grandma's necklace so she sneaks out while his back's turning, grabs the necklace and goes back in the closet all right well, the guy turns around and sees that the necklace is gone and sees the closet kind of ajar. And says, well, as you said... Got you the, there the, and said thief, complaining the thief about,
0: that's in their house.
1: Right, complaining says, that there's a thief. There's a
0: thief in his it chair. Yeah.
1: Right, it said... Uh, <laughs> which uh, Anyway, so the uncle sees him heading toward the closet so he gets in front of him and tries to stop him and he ends up getting next to him. He gets shot. And dies. So... -yo yo is having guilt from that she said had i just stood still and didn't go out and get the necklace he might not have died <clears throat> so they're making progress but she still doesn't have her power in the meantime Cora goes back out again and she actually had a te- she had used her powers in one of the rooms and kind of obliterated the room and lee of course says you know she's dangerous she's we can't we can't control her. We need to, according to Lee, basically, he even wants to put her down. And of course, right. course Ying doesn't want to. Uh, and that's why, why Ying was actually hoping that whatever was going wrong with Yo-Yo was an actual physical thing that could be used to stop inhuman powers because what she wanted to do was be able to get Kora to to basically remove her powers so she couldn't uh, hurt herself or anybody else. Right. But of course, Yo-Yo's problem wasn't like that, so that, that wasn't an avenue for her. So anyway, so Corey, like I said, basically it loses control of her power in the room and assaults a guy, but she takes his gun and gets out of the compound, and her plan is to basically kill herself. She's going to shoot herself in the head. Right. Uh, but before she can do it, lo and behold, Nathaniel shows up, and we had asked last week whether or not we knew for a fact if Nathaniel had kept Daisy's powers. Well, right. Apparently, he did.
0: Yes. And why is he? What's going on? Has he already killed his his father and his brother? I want to know where they are. Well, where no, his no, father's.
1: We're yeah. Oh, deep he already killed, is dead. His yeah, father. he's already dead. But, but we so don't know about the his, brother. Right. We haven't seen Gideon death? since uh, 1973. Right. So again, until I'm proven otherwise, I like to almost want to believe that he killed his brother
0: but does that change everything?
1: Well, man, there's, there's already changes going on here. Now, and again, I still question why it was so easy, at least I thought it was easy for him to take Daisy's powers. So, you know, just uh, well, some spinal fluid, uh, uh, some hey. blood samples, and
0: uh, Well, I'm sure that he was still... Well, I know
1: that, you know, right now uh, uh, Sybil... How, how did he
0: find out about Whitehall? Because the chronic arms hooked his father up with Whitehall beforehand is my guess, well, and then he found out about Whitehall's notes, right?
1: Right, which again, to me, as far as I know, that's all he has. Uh, well maybe
0: so. Okay, well, I just want to give the Chronicons some extra credit here.
1: No, they don't get they don't need no sneaking extra credit. Uh, but whatever the reason, uh, Nathaniel still has Daisy's powers, and apparently he's gotten better at managing them since in the seven years or so, he's since still wrapping seven. up his
0: arms though. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what that it's yeah. shaking, as
1: is. is that what that is? Yeah, I mean those flimsy little whatever well, he's wearing he's, on his arms. He or? doesn't
0: have um Gemma Simmons and um and fits to fit her up with some nice looking uh bone protectors.
1: So instead he's wearing rolled up socks or something.
0: <laughs> his arms. That's electrical like. tape on. It.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, so, so anyway. So anyway, so he—I uh, would
0: have—I would have fashioned something just as well.
1: So basically, he quakes the gun that she's getting ready to shoot yeah. and makes it fall shoot apart. Shoot herself. Right, and he basically, you know, tells her that uh, they've been holding her hostage over there and not letting her be used. And uh, again, she was vulnerable at that time, so he basically just told her whatever she wanted to hear, and, and got her to uh, agree to go with him. Right. Uh, so in the meantime, they go ahead. Nathaniel's got a whole bunch of his henchmen, shows up, and they attack the compound. Uh, so then, when Nathaniel's men are attacking the compound, Yo uh, Yo was still in the room, and a guy comes in there with a gun. And right when she's going to try to use her powers again, uh, May kicks the guy in the head, knocks, knocks him out, and gives Yo Yo the gun.
0: Right.
1: Okay, so they're, he said, they're under attack. So they go out in the corridor, and a guy's got Gordon on the ground trying to choke the life out of him. And Yo-Yo shoots him, and they end up going into the r- room where Nathaniel and Cora are at. And Nathaniel uses his power on one of—I think it was the girl actually that he was doing acupuncture on. Yo-Yo, yeah. but he said, "You know, good to me," and knocks her against the wall. Right. So of course, then Jaiz asking Cora, "So you know what are you doing?" He said, "You don't need to do this." Right. And of course, Nathaniel's now no, she's been trying to hold you down and. She's wanting to try to keep your powers and you can let them go. Right. And that's when Jai Ying is sitting there telling her, said, You know, when you were a little girl, I used to tell you stories about dragons and always tell you that no matter what happened, I would always be here to protect you. You weren't trying to protect me, you were trying to protect yourselves and everyone else from me. So when they realize that, uh, you know, she's kind of like out of control, he goes rushing in there thinking he's going to take her out. And of course, she uses her powers on again, very Captain Marvelish kind of thing, where this right. all gets lit up, and she burns his face with a punch. Uh, when they see that happen, they realize that things are going bad, and they need escape. So they have Gordon grab Yo-Yo, May, Jiang, right. and Gordon. Quinjet. Right, they yeah. all teleport to the Quinjet. So they get on the Quinjet, and Mae says, okay, you guys can go with us, but, you know, we can't guarantee you're going to be any safer with us. Than mm-hmm. our...
0: right. And, of
1: course, Jaing is saying that, well, I can't leave my people anyway, and I can't leave my daughter.
0: And so that's when we find out that Cora is her daughter. daughter
1: right, which uh exactly how that transpired or before or after Daisy was born. We don't know. However, she goes, okay, so... uh Gordon says he thinks he might be able to take them to a place they can hide for right now. And May takes off her watch and says, here, Tim, let me give you this, and we will signal you when we're ready to come help you. So Gordon materializes her off somewhere, and they get on the Quinjet and leave. And they're trying to head back to the Zephyr, but the Zephyr is still having issues. They attempt to repair it, and, and this was actually another funny scene uh where Deke has done his repairs and he's telling Susa who's standing there says, okay this is gonna we're gonna try this now but his electricity electricity is dangerous back up and Susa's looking at him like what do you think I am a Neanderthal I know that <laughs> and Enoch's sitting there looking at him and says no I've lived with Neanderthals and Susa doesn't look anything like him he doesn't have the necessary brow ridges <laughs> so he said would you just hit the switch <laughs> so they hit the switch and of course the thing sparks out and dies so it doesn't do any good so now they're dependent on Yo-Yo without realizing of course
0: that's, Yo-Yo never got her powers right there. and that's the whole
1: so they're in the meantime Sousa is saying well then we must prepare to abandon ship right. so he goes down with uh to lay out uh, Parachute. parachutes so they can jump off the ship this is assuming that the the Quinjet doesn't get back correct and that they're actually just going to bail out of the plane right uh so in the meantime Gemma follows him down and brings a suitcase with her and she had made him a new prosthetic for his leg. Right. And uh, it was funny because he asked her, he said, have you ever jumped off an airplane before? She goes, yes, I have, but only once with a parachute. Right. Because the first time she just threw herself off because she was trying to uh, sacrifice herself because right. she knew she was already well. she's
0: jumped out of it. Well, not jumped, but she's been thrown out of an airplane three times because when uh, Ward threw the two of them out.
1: I know, but they were in a box when that happened.
0: Well, there you go. That didn't have a parachute on. She it. was only she was
1: she was only counting that when she jumped off the airplane without the parachute, yeah. and when her and Fitch jumped off the thing with the parachute. I remember that. Right. But uh, so anyway, but he was looking at her incredulously enough that she jumped off once without one. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well,
1: uh, so whatever. So, anyway, so, you know, he's, he's looking at the leg and he's sitting there, uh, he apologized. And he said, because I was really unfair to you mate, back in 1973, uh, <laughs> which is when he was questioning her why she didn't know why the thing was right. jumping so much. And she goes, That's okay. You know, I pulled, we pulled you out of time. He said, Well, that's no excuse. I shouldn't have been like that.
0: Uh, right. right. So, pretty
1: rude. right after she leaves him there, she goes and leaves a message for the missing fits and basically tells him that. Uh, you know they run into problems. They may have to abandon ship here in
0: 1983,
1: uh, and that uh, she that's will not. You know, she's hopefully, not gonna give up. And right. that
0: he knows she knows that he will find them, and that's and, all So my question is: Is he, is he, in the past or in the future? now? That's you know, I would not. almost
1: want to believe that he's in the future and not the past. I want
0: to believe he's in the future, but I kind of feel like he might be in the past.
1: All I know is because change. I'll tell you why. Okay, tell me why.
0: I kind of feel like he's in the past for one reason and one reason only. Okay, is that if anything were to go bad, getting to them in the future might be easier than getting to them in the past, because it's just time. then. good point. Just to wait, and but um, again, a very hard thing to do when you have to wait for somebody for seventy years.
1: Which he's done. He's done before, right?
0: But that's the whole point.
1: But uh, so in I the, don't know that. So in the meantime, I mean, that's
0: just my. That's just my. Well, uh, you know.
1: Well, so in the meantime, of course, while she's leaving this message, Deke is standing there listening to it, and right. basically uh, just telling him what he already knew that his grandparents really loved each other. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, he tells them that okay, we're waiting on uh, Daisy. Uh, excuse me, Daisy. We're waiting on Yo-Yo and May to return, right. so we're all up in the command center. So. They reappear right as the Zephyr does one of its time jumps, and of course, May being May lands the Quinjet right on top of the Zephyr right when it starts to jump again. So she gets, she so gets them on there, and of course, they're thinking, "Okay, that now that you're here, so okay, Yo-Yo back. so can you help us?" And, uh, he said it didn't work. He said, "Well, it said it was, you know, it was a long was shot already, anyway." Right. And of course, Yo-Yo is feeling horribly guilty that. You know, things didn't work out. That she can't help them because right. they were dependent. On what she think feels they were dependent on. And May's telling her, "Say hey, it's not your fault." Said, "You know, we knew this was a possibility. It's not all on you." Said, "We right. there were other options for us to try, and we and they just didn't work either."
0: Right.
1: So, uh, and of course, uh, May's sitting there telling her, and "Said, you know, don't let this bother you. You're gonna bounce back. You always do." And she, and I'm not exactly sure why she thought this would work, but it did. Which was well. Maybe I don't have to bounce back. So she, again, what uh, what that cleared, I don't know. But suddenly she decides to...
0: Because there was nothing wrong with her. What? There's no bouncing nowhere. She, all she needed to well, do... See, that's how her powers it.
1: had always worked, though. It always worked. She'd start from one point, go fast, and then bounce, come back to where she started.
0: And she was saying that it just, maybe that's the whole point. She didn't, she just needed to do it. Right, it wasn't she just needed to focus on the the the, the task had, at hand and do it? And
1: that's what she did. So she—that's
0: uh, what that meant, I think.
1: So basically, she goes, you know, gets her speed back, goes up, and pulls the device out that they wanted to take off, and but doesn't bounce back. Stays right where she's at. So of course, apparently, problem solved. So all can be all around, and. <laughs> uh, uh, now, in the meantime, and it's something we actually kind of blew off there, uh, because truth be known, it was, I don't know that was really as important to the story as it could have been, and that's Colson's situation. Of course, you know, at the end of last week's episode, he asked when, if he's going to get a body. Right. Okay, so they put him in a machine that was very similar to the same machine that made Ada's.
0: Right. Body. Except it was a lay down uh, machine. Right.
1: And Ada. they made him from head, and they got him about halfway past his torso. When Mac decided, when they were trying to decide what they were going to do about the time jump thing, right. to go ahead and activate him. And he's, of course, Coast is going, Well, I guess it's a good thing you started with my head first and not my feet, because <laughs> I, I will not be able to talk to you if you did that. So, uh, uh, but he really didn't have any. You know, May, I
0: mean, not Mac. You know, <clears throat> Ada was started from feet.
1: Yes, she was. Interesting, actually. But anyway, so he didn't really have any uh, insights into it uh but however he does appear to be having some because he had said right when they first activated him the first time that he said if you know if everyone we survive all this the fact that i'm a chronocom and i did not want to come back i'm going to reevaluate what my situation is it almost seems kind of seems like he's reevaluating already But he but i say it's kind of confusing like i said because when he was just a head in the tv it was the first thing he asked Is when am i going to get another body but now that he's got a body, now he's sitting there, start contemplating, of course, emotions, and because he told Daisy he was happy that she was getting better, but he said, "I'm not he's sure, not sure
0: that, if I'm actually happy."
1: Right, because he said he doesn't know how many ones and zeros
0: great, add up to that be,
1: fuzzy feeling. Right,
0: and and I think that maybe that's maybe what he wants. If he's going to exist, he wants to be able to have feelings. Basically, he well, yeah, he by he be, sen- he's, he's basically his bicentennial. Well,
1: Right, he uh, to me, actually, he already has feelings. Well, he wonder, has, wonder, he has he memories. Of feelings. Yeah, I wonder if he would have been better
0: served not to be told that he was a. I don't. I don't see how he could have done that, though. How are you going to do that? First time he cuts himself, he's he's he, his wires are hanging out.
1: Well, that's what happened to me when they didn't tell her yeah, that she was a. <laughs> that was a little shocker for her. Right for her LMD. Well, uh,
0: anyway, that, that's why I say I think that maybe. um yeah, that's
1: what i think all right so that's okay so so anyway so I well, we could, have I could that just
0: go uh the so ways.
1: they what they go ahead and decide you know because they've solved the problem initially right uh daisy who has been out of her healing chamber they put her back in her healing chamber right. to heal some more uh sousa resumes Gerdy uh, and <laughs> over <Gardier. laughs> sitting in a chair next to the healing chamber with his new prosthetic on uh which uh keeps rubbing it like he's trying to get used to it um, <clears throat> Gemma tells Colson said, Okay, now you're all back, but you're not fully charged yet, so we need to go ahead and let you recharge. We'd be like, You're taking a nap.
0: <laughs> but he
1: says, Okay, but I want to control it. So she gives him the remote control and he turns himself off. Uh, and in the meantime, while uh, that's going on, Nathaniel is back at the compound with Cora. And he's got all the inhumans that he's captured sitting on the floor. And he's sitting there looking. He said, "Okay, so this is this is more like it. We're where we need to be, and that's where they need to be." He says, "But we need to think about a redistribution of wealth because, like the guy with the knives here, why? What did he ever do to deserve his powers? Which I thought was hilarious coming from a guy who stole his." He said, "How did you get your powers? You stole them from Daisy. So why are you who are you to tell anybody that they didn't deserve their powers?" But basically, it sounded like he wanted to maybe start taking more of these people's powers away but only giving them to somebody else.
0: Well, somebody else or or himself, and that which not would not surprise me. Only because I wonder if we'll see Grant Ward again. Of course, you know, um, if if he does
1: that, you now if I'm Cora, wouldn't you start being a little concerned that he might have that thought about your powers too?
0: Well, the whole point that I think is terrible about the whole thing is if he does this is exactly what Whitehall wanted to do he wanted to take out power, the powered people and power himself right and make himself younger and see that was the whole reason that when he was talking to Souza, that he thought that wow last time I saw you was 40 years ago and you don't look any different. Or something, right, which is something why he thought, the effect of that. he
1: thought that Sousa was an inhuman right, as well. Because,
0: and because he thought, you don't age, and I want your DNA to...
1: Right, which of course, by or now whatever. you would think that he would know what Sousa's situation will be now, because he's been talking to Sybil.
0: Well, and that's the other thing. What is she telling him?
1: Well, I mean, she uh, she's obviously still being able to tell him, because said, he said the one thing, she, she can kind of tell him how things are going to work out.
0: And the only reason that someone can tell him how things are going to work out is because she was from the future,
1: and yeah, well, because she also has that time stream device again. Because remember they brought oh, yeah, the thing it. Is. So and she says it doesn't tell the future; it just reads the past and tells you different avenues that could happen from uh, from these events right. in the past. So I assume that's what she's doing—is reading those. So in the meantime, he's telling uh, Cora. He says that uh, we think uh, I think we want to try to make a little anger and. She's sitting there smiling, so that's kind of where they leave it. Right. Uh, as far as performers of this episode, wasn't really much of a question. It was kind of a tag team between uh, Ming-Na Wen and Natalia Cordova Buckley as yes. Yo-Yo. Uh, their scenes together, I thought, were...
0: Awesome. They right. were very, um, very I, good. And funny yeah was a, very, there, very they, were, <laughs> they were entertaining it was a very good um uh, it, w- it was a very good episode i, yeah. I enjoyed it And, and it, was... it was more of
1: kind of what i think of when i think agents of shield for the most part again like i said not the last week's episode was bad no, it was it wasn't just different it was,
0: it was different and it was it was corny and it was so right. funny it was a good kind of corny that it was well, like, like said, it to... would have been exactly the way that that episode would have been made in 1983 right and, 1980. and to me it was
1: kind of a good gift for people who have been following the show for uh, a long time. Yeah. Uh but not one you'd want to introduce anyone to it. uh like I said uh I like the scene where Gemma was talking leaving the message for Pitts and yeah. we talked about the the rages things. <laughs>
0: oh you know what? Something's gotta go. Something got will give us next time.
1: <laughs> yeah, so so we're, we're we're again we're running out of time just, for wanna, Mr. Fitz. just
0: wanna see him. Just want to know if he's all right. Why isn't he on here? I'm right there. I just think they're even mean, giving us any kind of clues.
1: So uh in the meantime, okay, okay, so the next episode is called, it's called As I Have Always Been, uh, which actually is a phrase that's been used a couple of times in neck. this episode, and this episode is directed by Gemma. So Gemma! So, uh, obviously, she has more gifts than just acting. Uh, so, uh, that's pretty much where we're at for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at this point. So, in the meantime, I'm Martin. She's a
0: scientist. Yes, She is a scientist. So That's why she's serious. She can be a director. She's a scientist. Oh, never mind. That's just a okay. That's a... Never mind. Okay. We can go now.
1: I thought you were still on satellite radio. No, of... <laughs> I'm talking about Gemma. Okay. Elizabeth. Pinstrange.
0: Is... Yes. She is a scientist in the show.
1: Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what does that have to do with the fact that she... a that? That's yeah. what I was trying to say. So you, had, you stepped all over my indie.
0: Oh, sorry. Do that again. <laughs> I'm Martin. I'm Kathy. Bye. Okay, got you.
1: So in the meantime, I'm Martin.
0: And I'm Kathy.
1: And we'll catch you next time on another edition of Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge.
0: Bye. Bye. It's been our pleasure to present to you GVN's Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. We'll see you next time.